Hello and good day to you, my beautiful friends. I do hope you are well. Welcome to episode 36 of Cross Button VR, our journey into the world of PSVR 2, a show for those who want to share in our newfound enthusiasm for the world of VR. Now, I'm your host, Laurie, but for anyone who may have forgotten, I just want to let you know that we are part of the Cross Players. So if you like what you hear, do check out thecrossplayers.com for links to all of our content and our Discord. Uh, and if you like this show, you should really check out Crosscast, our weekly pod that covers the full spectrum of gaming. And also this week, we've just launched a new Nintendo-focused uh, podcast hosted by the lovely Smark, Ethan and Tyler. So yeah, check that out as well if you're into Nintendo, which, I mean, let's face it, you probably are if you're listening to this because everyone loves Nintendo. Uh, now, it is Do an honour to... Hmm? Do All right, hold on a minute. I haven't introduced you yet. Uh, because I don't know who I'm joined by today. <laughs> <laughs> giving it away. Uh, it is an honour to be joined by uh, the most Scottish influencer in the metaverse. It's Alex. Hello. Hello. I don't have to say one of today because I can say for sure there was no one else out there that's as Scottish as you are, Alex. No, just me. Just it's to serve us tonight, Laurie. You, you just, you're just that dressing gown you're wearing. No, it's a nice furry, it's a nice furry hoodie that keeps it looks very it's, warm. A, it's a little bit chilly. Yeah, you've been on the wall tonight, haven't you, doing a, doing a shift on the wall? Yeah, that's that. <laughs> Patrolling the north. Um, yeah, yeah, no, Ben, um, this is my fault actually this time because we had to move our recording night because I had uh, family staying over on Friday night, so we're recording on Sunday night now. Uh, and Ben has gone gallivanting off to some Halloween party, so we'll have to get a thumbnail of him in fancy dress that we can use, or a picture of him in fancy dress that we can use for the episode thumbnail. Um, maybe. We'll see. Otherwise, we'll Alex is going to have to take a silly picture of himself wearing Again. a headset Again. whilst dressed as Dracula <laughs> or something. Um, good right what are we doing today well there's actually been loads of games that have been released so we're going to talk about those uh really so yeah let's go straight in before that though we're going to talk about uh vertigo 2 which uh, i think we knew already was going to be delayed uh they put out a statement this week though saying that it's still going to be coming this year and a new date is coming soon as if that's like <laughs> excited for the announcement that a date is coming soon but there you go um so yeah it's good to see that it's not too far away because it does look uh like a very promising release well we know it's going to be good because it's already been out on other platforms and it's very highly guarded so unless they completely uh drop the ball and the fact they're releasing it suggests that's not going to happen so that's good you, you've yeah. got that one wish you've got that one on your on your wish list haven't you alex i do um but it's as you say we know we know this game we were not moving we know the pedigree of this game i'm already getting a bit tongue-tied um but there's no point in taking any chances there's so many games out at the minute that if your game needs a bit more time take that bit more time don't mm -hmm. rush it because it very much feels at the moment the worst thing we could be doing is rushing games because it seems to be happening quite a lot and people's tolerance for it seems to be dropping so take the time needed best decision they could take yeah well one game which uh has been dated and we do know is coming on the 7th of december is arizona sunshine 2 uh, i think this has had some i don't know if it's been some more hands-on impressions or some other previews have kind of been re released this week as well but uh this is shaping up to be something very very good i think it got the release date trailer didn't it as well which i was yeah. very distressed to see that poor dog um on some um, operating table and uh, covered in blood which doesn't bode well for the dog no it's not looking good for the poor doggy no, but, but the game is well, looking good for the game, but it's not but, looking good for the dog. But I thought the way they were talking about, oh, your dog might die, uh, made me think, well, could it die at any point in the story? But the fact they've put that in the trailer makes you think, actually, oh, well, maybe it's like a scripted moment, and then 
you, you kind of patch it up and it's fine again. So maybe that kind of they're just doing a doing a doing a tease there. They've been teasing all along. But I mean, probably a lot of people like me are going to play this game to completion just to see the fate of this dog, which is very clever marketing on their on their part. Yeah, no, it's it's one of those we've all been looking forward to for quite a wee while, I think. And it's like, is it actually going to hit twenty twenty three? Um, but yeah, and it is, and it's looking, it's looking like it could be a, a really good Christmas game. Yeah, it just looks tonally really fun, and we've got these zombie games, but they seems like the zombies they don't seem too threatening they seem to be quite slow moving just as a sort of way to set up some sort of comedy like shoving a grenade in one's mouth and stuff and then watch yeah. what happens or stuff rather than being sort of chasing you and having to frantically tissue with them in a kind of panicked panic thing so um yeah I, I really like the tone of this one it looks lovely and the sequel the uh, original arizona sunshine was, was very highly regarded i think it won several vr game of the years when it came out so i know there's a lot of people that look forward to this one and i am too Yeah, he's nodding for audio listeners there. Alex is nodding. Sorry, I thought I said yes. Did you not hear me? Sorry. Um, okay, so next up, the news, we had a uh, update for the wonderful synth riders that you and I are both big fans of. Um, they had a spooky update. Um, it's not the spookiest of updates, I've got to say, because I have downloaded it and I have played it because any excuse to jump back into synth riders um, is all I need. Uh, and the spookiness, well, correct me if there's, if there's more that I've not picked up on, but there's the bats that now fly around the, the home menu screen on top of that uh, tower block in the city. There's little bats going around everywhere now, which is you know, it's very spooky. Um, and then the song, there's a new song they've added, um, which I guess is kind of spooky i don't know it's like comedy spook- <laughs> it's comedy spooky rather than spooky it's, spooky it's kind of like what would you call it? it's kind of like a swing electro pop kind of yeah. jazz type type number um yeah swing i think um, i have done that i think it feels, makes you feel spooky because it makes you dance like you're doing a kind of zombie dance and stuff the way it kind of yeah, yeah. just to get like this and stuff which i thought was very clever yeah um you're doing a kind of yeah zombie dance uh it is a, it's a typically catchy tune from them so i work well worth uh picking that up it's quite hard to you know there's no if you jumped into the game and you hadn't seen the tweet or something there was nothing i was like looking around thinking where is this where is it this doesn't like direct you to it very well um so it's in the it told me isn't as i went in oh, did you? okay i saw a thing at the bottom you scrolled through the tracks and i did see the one pop up saying it was new so that's why i kind of knew to to find it but yeah i didn't get a pop-up saying oh this is the, the spooky well, that, uh, i was going to say you it told me as well but i did I, I did get a pop-up telling me but i also oh. did it on um another device so <sighs> Um, you bastard. Maybe, um, maybe that maybe was one, and I just. There might have been. You maybe it. just missed it. I am very stupid. So um, cool. Um, now you spotted this one. This is uh, a game that's out now. Uh, just got a shadow drop for uh, NFL Pro Era Two. Um, have you? If, yeah, I saw you. You sure you tweeting that one, Alex? Is, and is this on your radar? Or is this one that you? No, it's. I know a lot of people liked the first one, and the second one I think has already been out on the Quest and on PC potentially. So this is it getting. I'm not sure it's out yet. Or is it just coming out? I think it was maybe out the day this podcast comes out, so will be out now. Um, but I've seen a lot of people playing it on other devices and really enjoying it. And I think if you liked the first one, this seems to have good improvements for the second so i think if you like nfl this is a game that tends to go down quite well so yeah, mm. okay well i have uh nothing to to comment <laughs> we need to get one of our it's too complicated to... yeah yeah but i mean it'd be quite cool to play it in in vr i can imagine yeah like, that'd be pretty intense so it's, it's interesting like the sports games 
Like they could do like a FIFA. Are there any kind of football games or soccer games that are in VR first person? Because that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, say. give it a wee kick. Suppose that would be, it would be hard to track your feet and not your hands. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, if you could do skateboarding, I'm sure they, I'm sure they can come yeah. up with, with something. Or even if it's you could just, I don't know, you could play it in a normal you know, FIFA style view, but just for moments of it, you could zoom in to be like, I don't know, if you're taking a penalty or something, or just you can still control it with the controller, but just you could zoom in and just be in, in on the pitch. That would be yeah. awesome. On, I did cool. notice a game on the Quest the other day, and I know this is not to talk about the Quest, but it was the opposite. You, I know, but you were a goal, <laughs> you were a goalkeeper, so like the balls okay. were coming at you, okay, you had yeah, to save yeah. them. So like the other side of it, so that's that's the closest to a football game I've seen so far. Hmm. Okay. Well, it depends, I suppose, what team you're a goalkeeper for, because you could be like goalkeeper for someone against like you could be like Man City goalkeeper playing against Man U today, and just enough much had to do nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we before we upset all the, the menu fans. Sorry, um, Phil. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha, Harland. Um, anyway, next up, um, <laughs> the other update we've had just teased today, which I thought I'd, I thought we're going to have to mention this because we have to have our weekly uh, Masternoid uh, update segment. Um, and the devs have been teasing there's going to be quite a big update, and they seem to have uh, singled out as especially something that you're going to be into there because obviously we know that the devs are big fans of the show and they uh they said yep yeah, alex you're gonna, you're gonna love this one um so yeah you're looking forward to this alex are you getting very excited um i, I mean i was going to say i really need to do this just to get back into this game but what, what do you think I, I, what do you think it's going to be i think i know what it's going to be because i think oh. it was one of the things that they mentioned when they were on so i think this could be the daily blast uh okay so that's like yeah the daily your daily <laughs> challenge mode it's like, yeah, like going, daily going challenge one chance because they, they, they launched it with the Eminem one shot. Was, I'm sure the video they put up was Eminem one shot video. So, like, you're one. You one get chance. one life to do it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can see you're just going to make that a part of your day, aren't you? Yeah. First thing in the morning, Masteroid on, then set, set me up. Good score, just, set me up for the day. Yeah. I mean, you might want to do it at like the end of the day, just in case you start at the start of the day. And then I see mm. you've just lost four hours. Like you do you realize, get like, do someone's... I think you literally only get to do it once. Yeah, you'll be in it then. You'll be in it. I'll just have a quick go. I'll just, I'll just check, make sure I'm still number one on every course. Oh, wait, hold on a minute. Some, some fucker over here has beaten my top score. You'll say, uh, and then that'll be it. You'll spend yeah, the next four hours trying to yeah. reclaim it. Yeah. Particularly now Meanwhile. that I've got two sets of top scores to chase. So. <laughs> oh Christ! Sorry. Here we go. <laughs> Is this going to be every new? Yeah, but also no, no, no. Quest. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't Have I told you about the time yet? I played the Meta Quest version of this? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, I won't mention sorry, it again. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. No, it's fine. I'm just, I'm just jealous of all your, um, your mixed reality excitement you're having. Okay, uh, there's been some games released, some big games released this week. Let us start mm-hmm. with uh, Ghostbusters, which is probably the most kind of high profile of the releases. I would say. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, knows? I think it's the one that everyone's been looking forward to. Um, and certainly the one that Sony have been pushing, because obviously it's from Sony Pictures own the own the rights to the Ghostbusters IP. So it's yeah, it's published in, by with them. It's also published by Sony Pictures VR. So um, yeah, that's confusing, isn't it? Not yeah. PlayStation Studios, but Sony Pictures. Um, yeah. Shame it does not have the same uh, badge of quality that comes with a PlayStation Studios release because it has not um, landed too well. It's fair to say. Do you agree? Yes. Um, unfortunately, it's 
I played it and I played quite mm-hmm. so I played it on my own. Um and I oh right, I played it on my own and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go back down that story again. And I've played in multiplayer with Reese who was on with us last week as well. Um oh, yeah. and I, I really enjoyed what I played. Mm-hmm. Um there are some bugs in there. There are a few little issues, but they're not issues in terms of gameplay issues. It's well, they are, but it's not like game breaking, and it's not in terms of you actually playing the game. It was more audio, and it was probably more immersion breaking than game breaking. So there was like certain sections. There's different game modes that you can play, and it's all you've got your story modes as your single player. I think there's seven or eight missions to get through, like the single player campaign. I haven't done any of that yet. And then your multiplayer is kind of broken up into these different missions. And you get four different types of missions. So you have on the clock, which is basically gives you 10 minutes and you need to go and clear so many sections of ghosts within that 10 minutes. You then have one which is like an exorcism. So you have to use your little reader radar thing, which is totally eluding me the name of the device, and then go and um, find these items which have been possessed by ghosts bring them back do an exorcism in them and then you get to you four to get and there's a final ghost that you need to eliminate and when we got to that final ghost there was clear like the audio wasn't working quite right in terms of what we were getting back from the boss because it was you almost felt like you weren't engaging with it but you knew you were because you were hitting it you could see the meter going down but the there was just some sort of audio bug there that meant you weren't getting the right feedback that you should have been getting, mm. which was a shame. Um, and mm. at points for both me and Andres, like the audio was just dropping out. So it's more the bugs we have seen has all been audio related. Everything else seems fine. It looks nice. It plays nice. Um, what, one of the, what are the settings when, when you play this game, what, what, what are the kind of settings that you're playing it in? Is it just like New York? like libraries and set sewers and stuff. Yeah, like I think the one we were in this type. afternoon was like going through a museum and then you were on the rooftops mm-hmm. and it was just like different parts of the city that you're going through and like whether it's like a warehouse or things like that. So, Do they have a bit in the game where you're just back at their, their fire station base? Yeah, HQ, that's, you, basically, um, you, that's your hub. So you're in the yeah. hub and you can go and like change your you, outfit. You can upgrade your proton pack and things like that. Is it great for kind of Ghostbusters fans? Is it worth it for that alone? Because I don't think of like the... Um, when the PSVR one launched, the one thing I did play on that before um, selling it was the Batman experience. And for that, and for that, just going down into the Batcave, yeah, and just looking around the Batcave and just wandering around that—that that was like amazing. That that made the whole experience worth it just just for that. Um, and I imagine does this have that same magical nostalgia that, that for is- fans? There is a bit of that because even then, so you're at, you're in the fire station. You've got the Ecto one there. You've got all the different bits, and then you've got like when you find the ghosts. There's mm-hmm. like a bit that comes up at the side, and it's almost like an encyclopedia of the ghosts that you found. But it gives you a bit of lore about each of the ghosts and stuff like that. And um, so there is definitely a little bit of nostalgia there, like the theme music and all that, because it's licensed. It's all there. Like, mm-hmm. Whether there's <clears> enough <throat> there for the actual game itself, I'm not sure. There's that many references to the lore of the movies or anything like that, but it's certainly recognisable as Ghostbusters. Have they got any of the original characters, cast no, voices? No, certainly not that I've noticed. No, no. no you're no. not like any of the main... You're not like the original Ghostbusters or anything. It's just different characters that's in it. Hmm. Whether that's in, as I say, I've not done any of the story missions or anything like that yet, so I don't know what's... And You've not done the story missions, okay? No. Just... So I've only done the multiplayer stuff. I haven't done the, um, like the proper story missions, whatever okay, well, they are. This game is kind of probably 
worrying signs just from this alone. There was no kind of reviews before. I think the codes were given out to uh, people, players on um, the day it launched. Is that right? There was no early access to. There was yeah. The there was very very if any, it was like very very few codes were given out pre-launch because we didn't get codes till post-launch. We were lucky enough to get codes, but there was a lot of people much bigger than us that didn't. So um, that kind of says it all, as you see. It yeah, feels... it's just a shame that they kind of they just wanted it out there for people to be like, "Oh, Ghostbusters! I'll buy that." Before there were any reviews, to which that's like kind of pretty, pretty just scummy, really. But I feel like people should just don't don't play this game with with <laughs> the publishers. Just just wait until you get through. Yeah, you, know, you can't get refunds on digital games on PlayStation. So just it's like this. Not a bit. There's such a question mark over whether these games are going to be polished at launch. I, I think it's just always better to wait and just hear people's impressions, read some reviews if they're available. Um, yeah. Because otherwise, you just you risk handing over your money. And it could be that you know you read the reviews and you can actually I, there's, there's issues with it, but I don't mind that, and that's great. You know, play the game, enjoy it. Um, but it's you know some of the some of these games are launching in a pretty pretty rough state at the moment. So I would be I'd, I'd certainly be wary. Um, I, th- I think on the plus side, I would say though the issues I've experienced don't feel like issues that'll be that difficult to fix. Hmm. Um, it just feels like little things here and there. What, what do you feel like? I've seen Reese mention that it's kind of, it gets quite repetitive quite quickly after playing a couple of hours. Well, I can like, imagine there's only, and... as I say, there's only the four different modes in terms hmm. of the multiplayer. So I think if and I think two of them are, feel good and two of them not so good. So if you've not played, if you only like certain ones of them. I think you could get a little bit bored quite quickly. Um, mm-hmm. But I think if there's a group of three or four of you playing, I think you'll have a good fun playing it. So it's it's a funny one. There is more content coming down the line. I know the, the addition that they were trying to get you to pre-order came with the season pass and stuff, so there'll be more modes and more missions coming. But again, it's one of those that feels like you should maybe have been a wee bit more there to begin with. Mm. Um, it's a shame. It yeah, feels like... if. If I'm totally honest, and I said this to Reese when I was playing this afternoon, it, and I've seen a few people having this sentiment across there, but it feels like Sony's forced this out the door. Like, so not Sony Studios, as you say, but Sony, um, Sony Pictures VR. It feels like, and they've forced the release to hit like the kind of Halloween window to make the most mm. of Ghostbusters for Halloween, rather than maybe yeah, really being good. quite happy to. <laughs> really a halloween sort of property is it i mean i know there are ghosts in it and it's, it's but it's not kind of really horror, bit, is isn't it? it no it's not horror, it is, but, it's... but it's kind of i don't know <laughs> quite loosely tied to it feels to like they wanted scary. to hit the release date rather than hit the quality that they get out and i don't think that's doesn't yeah, feel like that's down to end dreams in that well exactly because end dreams are one of the most you know they made synapse christ's sake you know they they, they know mm-hmm. what they're doing when it comes to making vr games so it's so just I'm just, i bet they're disappointed yeah uh, but but it's not bad that's the one that and, and I, I want to reiterate that point it's not a bad game it is not bad it's maybe just not what people hoped for hmm okay well let's move on because we've got a lot of other uh, games that have released this week it's been a really cr- cracking week for uh, releases um and you and i have both been playing a uh, journey to foundation um, yes this is out now um it came out last week um so it's yeah i i well, it's interesting on this. I, I'm I'm kind of really conflicted on this one. I I really I do like it a lot. I'm trying to work out how much I like it, and it's such a game that is so tied into its story that I feel like I was only I could not really 
pass judgment on this until it's told me the story. Yeah. Um, uh, what I would say it's so obviously it's based on the foundation of the books by um, is it Isaac Isimov Asimov sorry um, based on the based on the books there foundation and uh, obviously it's been made into an Apple TV series in recent years uh, which has been the first couple of series of that are out now um, and it's very you know very very deep sci-fi lore very very deep complex um sort of storyline that spans centuries and centuries and it's telling the story about this um galactic empire set in, in the sort of future sci-fi world where there's uh, I think there's like millions of, of planets that live under this galactic empire um and then there's this mathematician harry seldon that predicts the the end the, the empire is going to fall and send all of humanity into a dark age it's going to last for ten thousand years um but he's going to go off and create the foundation which is going to be um some some record of civilization that he's going to try and try and use to to, to sort of like sort of kick start reboot um civilization so that it's only going to last for a thousand years rather than ten thousand years so that's that's kind of the premise of it and so you've got kind of the empire versus foundation sort of premise set up um and yeah so that's the that's the kind of setting for it and this game though it's it's kind of if anyone's played hubris it's very very similar to that um with a bit of added mind control um and a lot more kind of dialogue um interrogation um yeah just dialogue choices and things so it's kind of imagine it's kind of like sort of starfield mixed with hubris um if that makes sense yeah Um, i think for me this game and i get what you mean about it being conflicted because you look at it and sometimes I'm looking at this game like, this looks really pretty. And then other times I look at it and I'm like, this looks really ugly. Like, hmm. it's it's a funny one because the character models and everything and some of the some of the holograms and things like that look really, really good. And then some of the backgrounds look terrible. Like, Yeah, really, really bad. It's, it's um, weird. Like, because, and it, you're, sort of, you're starting off, you're on that space station, so you're in quite, quite small kind of enclosed environments. Um, and then you go onto that that planet, and you're again you're going through kind of rocky canyons, so you can't see much. And then it does open out into a bit. And you're like, oh my god, yikes! And it, compare it to there's a bit in, in Hubris that I just kind of tweeted out because it's just absolute George hopping mm-hmm. view that you've got. It's kind of it's like you are standing on an alien world, um, and Red Matter does it brilliantly as well, where you just stood there looking out in, in, over this planet. And then this this game they have a bit like that, and it's like, oh my god, because you've just got this kind of very low resolution background. Yeah, it's... it's clearly a flat flat background um with just a few kind of like rocks and stuff in front of it it's just very odd like it very much feels like it's not first in its class at any of its individual elements but when you draw it all together it actually comes out into a fairly well presented package like not so much in terms of looks but the whole package like so as you say the mind control stuff is pretty good when you get used to like the hand movements the the story certainly is its key thing and i think that story's got somewhere to go and as you say until we get to the end of it it's going to be hard to judge it but it certainly started really well the gunplay i didn't like to begin with but then as that progressed and some of the upgrades to the gun it felt much better and Mm. just kind of moves on but yeah, sorry, I've interrupted you. Yeah, no, because you've got this, the shooting mechanics. There's sort of climbing, some sort of um, climbing, like VR climbing. Um, again, it's very like hubris where you're you're trying to scale around these environments, climbing mm-hmm. up walls, and um, even you're kind of, sort of walking along these kind of ropes and stuff above your head. Um, and then you've got 
but you know on a space station buttons you have to interact with and impress and things and um shooting bits that the shooting i thought was pretty bad to be honest but um it's fine i suppose it just kind of gives you something to do um it certainly gets better i would say it does get better as you upgrade the gun and you've got more something more to aim at and they become less spongy i think that was the thing at the very beginning mm. that was like you took about 15 hits to knock one of the enemies down like yeah oh. yeah and uh the but so yeah, so it does all these things. Like the the graphics aren't aren't brilliant. They're fine. The shooting's not brilliant. It's fine. Um, but the story, and this is my problem with with Hubris. When I played it, I was like, this is an amazing game. But the story is just fucking care less. What's what's going on here? There's no interest in it at all. Um, there was not really any story in that that was worth worth caring about. And that for me is the important thing. So I'm actually I I'm happy to play this. And if even if it does all this other stuff, it's like nah, okay. I really love the kind of world of foundation and this story right from the start is interesting and it pulls me in. Mm. It sets up an interesting um, tale. You're going to recover. There's someone from, um, I think it's a princess in in part of the empire that's been um, kidnapped by people. So you start off on a space station, you're interrogating people, trying to find leads for who might know, who might have been in on the, on the kidnapping. And then you're following following leads to try and try and track her down. So it's an interesting setup, and it's cool doing that stuff in VR, interrogating people, reading their minds. Um, so that side's all good of it. So yeah, again, this game's come out, and I've not really um, well a lot of the reviews I've read actually have said similar things. You know, there's lots of issues with it, but it does tell a story. And through not wanting to spoil anything, and that, you know what what we're discussing here story wise is just the the opening premise. So we, we can't. I haven't played enough of it to be able to spoil anything. Um, but the reviews have i've seen it but it said it, yeah the, the story is the thing that redeems it and the, the thing that um that sees it through and that stops it from being just kind of forgettable really so um i do want to play it because i do want to see how this story pans out in the world yeah and um, just to mention another couple of the features like it, that makes really good use of the eye track and i think using the eye track and mm. to pick the different options in terms of the conversation and stuff makes it quite seamless so yeah. it's not like you're pointing to find the right one. You, you're eye-tracking to pick your option. It's just a case of then hit next to select it. So it's very quick in terms of making those options to make it feel more natural. Mm -hmm. And all the options you're picking are then um, I also, voice acted. I, I, and also on that, I love the fact that you can do some dialogue, but you can also look at objects around you. And if you look at those, the conversation could just be like, hey, that's a nice thing over there. You know, tell yeah. me about this. And that's just, just a natural thing that you're playing in VR and you can just like, well, here's an option of text, here's an option of text. But actually, I just want to look at this shiny thing over here, and let's talk about that instead. What's that? And yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Um, I also like the fact that your sort of mentor, handler type, um, superior person that's there on your earpiece, and they're introducing you. He's uh, voiced by the same guy that did Sensei Ishigawa from Ghost of Tsushima, so he's got great, great voice. I could, yeah, he's great, great actor. Um, great we always played great characters so uh, he's in it and he is quite a big part so anyone that's a fan of ghost of tsushima's sensei ishigawa you can uh, you can play this and listen to him again so yeah um i think it's one you and i think we'll try and keep playing it and well i think once we've finished it we can give some more uh proper sense of whether or not it's worth playing or not yeah cool all right, well, let's move on. Uh, the next game that's released, and the uh, reviews for this have just been um, landed today, as people listen to this, uh, is uh, Foglands, which we have been playing. Um, and we've actually got an interview next week with the game director, um, Sam Warner. So he's the CEO and founder and the game director, um, founder of World Told, Ent World Told Entertainment, the developers of this. So he's actually going to be coming on the show next week, which is very exciting. Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, though, we have been playing this game. And what do you think, Alex? 
I'm quite impressed. Um, mm. So this is one of those that was shown at an early state of play. I think it was one of the state of plays just after. Yeah, they did a little. Just after it was the one that just either just as or just after the PSVR two was launched. Um, and it's this is it's a shame that Ben's not here because I think probably me and you would both describe this as the Ben game. This is very, very much, much a Ben game. game. Um, but it's you're basically the Foglands and almost these different biomes underground where you're trying to trying to fight this giant beast ultimately your goal is to do like it's a roguelite ultimately roguelite roguelike roguelite i think um because you can get upgrades and stuff um through these fog lands to essentially take down this big beast and i'm not going to give away too much because there is a bit of a story in there but you're helped Mm -hmm. by this stranger who you meet along the way who gives you different cards you've seen the cards bit element of it and like oh how's the cards going but the cards are essentially your buffs so you find these cards as you're going through and they'll give you different powers whether that's to um, get an extra bullet if you take down an enemy or kind of use different sort of like telekinesis powers not telekinesis but different there's basically three different di- categories of upgrades you can get one's on your weapon and one's on your defense and i can't off the top of my head now remember what the third one is because we've only been playing this today so it's it's quite it should be more fresh but i'm not as probably far into it as i'd hoped it would be um but it all feels quite nice. So the it's all it's, they describe it as atmospheric, and they definitely it is atmospheric. Um, you're in these kind of dark. They're not dark. They're more like foggy, as a fogland as you would expect. Like areas, um, coming up against different types of enemies. You can also come across like other other runners of the past that you might come into. You can progress the school story. There's things to find, things to collect. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that is the gameplay loop. You're going down into these yeah. mines, you are shooting enemies that are, that are coming at you. You have a, um, a revolver gun that you're shooting things with um, at the start, at least, and you pick up other guns and you can buy other guns after a few runs. Um, and you're collecting um, scrap metal, and then when you die, you go, you get brought back by this, this kind of shadowy figure, mysterious figure. He brings you back back to your hub, and you can spend the things that you've, you've collected, um, upgrade your weapons, go back in again, stronger. Um, get further mm-hmm. stronger enemies repeat you know classic yeah uh roguelite structure and if you like that type of structure you're going to like this game ultimately i think it, it plays yeah. well looks nice um no issues with it i think they've spent the right time in the right places the one thing i'll say because this is also a flat fps game i did think well i'm going to try the flat fps game thinking oh, it might be a wee bit easier than that it definitely feels better in vr for me um it okay. feels more like it's built for vr and then i thought we'll put the and we can ask them about this next week. I think it'd be quite interesting to understand where the kind of flat version of the game come came from. But it felt more natural in VR because it's like, or maybe it's just the fact we're that akin to playing in VR. Now we want to go and grab things to pull them down and we want to interact with them with our hands rather than press a button to do it. Because I'm like, why, why is this not working? Um, but I'm quite impressed. I, I think if you've been looking forward to this game and it's the type, it's you like this type of game you will really like this i i have to shout out for the reload mechanic on the gun which i really like you press a uh, triangle to sort of pop open your revolver you pick yeah. up a, a, a roll of, of ammo you drop it in and then you do a really satisfying flick to to snap the Hold gun yeah. shut and to, to load it and this is a satisfying mechanic there that flick of the gun 
uh, is great, especially when you're in the moment. You just flick and then fire at, at someone that's running towards you. It makes you feel so badass. <laughs> I love that. And, and I'm going to give them a shout out for this because it's got an easy mode. Well, it's not an easy mode, but it basically has a kind of normal roguelike mode and it has a story mode. So the enemies, you take less damage and the enemies take more yeah. damage to make it a wee uh, bit easier for you if you just want to progress, which I think is always well. Yeah, and it says that when you get the choice that you need to start the game, is that you can just play in, in normal as challenging mode um designed for those who like a challenge and then you can just choose you can have a story mode just for those who want to just experience the story where things will be easier and stuff it's like that's great just just let people play how they want to play it because a lot of roguelikes i think a lot of people do get pushed away from them because they start and they can be quite brutal to start off with until you've put a bit of time into it to um getting that balance is so so crucial for uh, games like this but no I, I think i think it's really good i think it looks really nice um it plays really nicely like they've got all the comfort options um and now when i jump into it i just know i could comfort options I want, I want smooth turning i want fast smooth turning i want to be able to run um so oh, it's all there that's all great um and, and yeah the the aiming and shooting works satisfyingly you know, yeah. it works well um especially like you just sort of close one eye and then sort of look down the, the barrel of the the revolver and just pick out targets and just the aiming does uh, work really nicely i also like throwing at things as well when you pick something up and you want to throw it you can throw things at quite far distances and just look at where you want it to go and it and it will go on target which normally if you were just throwing stuff normally in vr it could just you know, go all over the place it would take like loads of yeah. times to get it but this you just need to look at what you want to uh throw something at and it, it will go there if you do a throwing motion uh which just works really well as well it just feels really natural so that's good as well and you can use those items as melee weapons as well. So the bottles, there's a lot of bottles and stuff to pick up. It's not just shooting. You can melee your opponents with the various items you can find looking about too, which is good. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think this is going to do quite well, this one. Yep. I agree. Mm. Okay. Well, let's talk about our, our next game. And that's quite the biggest one. But before we do uh, talk about that, um, Alex, I just wanted to cover you've been playing and I think, finished now seventh guest i have yes you yes. have um, so now you've finished that have you or you what can you give your final closing thoughts on that for people i loved it like i yeah. was really i was really big on it when we spoke about it last week and i i i had a little issue and i did have a little issue but it turned out it was my little issue and it wasn't the game so i just want to resolve that here and now and not put anything on the game i think there is a very very small position that you need to find to just activate it in that room to activate mm. the volumetric scene in that room and I think they know it's probably a wee bit small and they might update it in the future if you so I did tweet out a picture of exactly where you needed to stand because I know some other people were having the same problem that mm. I was having um but, but nothing broken with the game though. nothing's my, broken my, with the game yeah. my experience with it I haven't had any any bugs at all I think it's run it's been you know really polished game for me what I've yeah. played of it so far but um I loved it it played out the story was good the mechanics were good is it a nice, um, nice payoff at the end? Yeah. Nice payoff at the end? Is it worth seeing through? Ah, uh-huh, definitely. But well, probably the last thing you need to do is probably... It's not It's not the worst puzzle in the game, but probably the end... Like, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's, it's not really a puzzle, the last bit. Everything else is a puzzle, and the last bit's more of a game, if that makes sense. Oh, um, cryptic there. But it's... I don't know how I felt about that aspect because it felt more. All right, it feels like I'll stop you there now because it feels like you're yeah veering but... dangerously into what some people might consider spoilers. Spoilers, not, yeah. You know, so I don't, I don't want not, to go into spoilers, but um, but not know. overall, this is one of my favourite VR games yet. Like because oh. I love this type of game to begin with, and I think just from the 
the presentation, the score, the puzzles, the voice performances, the acting, the overall mm. acting performances, the atmosphere, the presentation. That's just ticked so many boxes for me. I know uh, some I'm, people I'm, had issues, but I had very few other than that one. That I spoke about. Oh, I'm so excited to get thing. games like this because when we played the Room VR, we were like, this is. We all absolutely loved it. All three of us loved yeah. it. Um, and I think it would easily be in my top 10 uh, games on PSVR 2. But now this is out. I'm like, oh, this is like even better than The Room because this is, yeah. like, it does everything The Room does. But it also has really good, a good story. performances yeah. and a story. And it's got um, it's got more atmosphere than The Room. But it's definitely got a lot more going on than The Room does. Um, and it's like, oh, man, this is what I said when I talked about The Room. Is like, I'd just love it even more if there was a story or something that was kind of more coherent that was pulling you through it all. Um, which is what this has now. So, yeah, um, I can't wait to to keep keep playing to finish it and to to see it through as well. Um, how long did it take you to you to finish your? About six hours, maybe. Okay, it's quite a decent size input. Yeah, yeah I, I would need to check it. I, I had a very slight gripe, and not a gripe Ooh. in any sort of on the game, but when I finished it, I couldn't go back and tidy anything up to get the platinum. It, it mm. just when I went into the save at the end, it just took me to the end bit. It wasn't like at a save point I could go back and explore. And whether that's how it was supposed to be or not, I'm not sure. But I was annoyed because I wanted to go and find the coins that I'd missed to get the platinum and I couldn't. So I'd need to play it again, which I'm not averse to doing again at some point because I really enjoyed it and I would play it again. Oh, yeah, that is, um, that is, but... seems silly to make someone go through and do every find absolutely everything. Because once you, I'm just trying to think when you finish a room, can you go back into it once you, yeah, once you leave? Yeah, you, you can. Yeah, it seems silly to not not just drop you back in. Well, there you go. I'm sure you can you can reach but out to the developers not, and ask them to. That's a put personal grape. That's nothing about the game, to be fair. No, but, well, I don't. Yeah. I don't know because I think a lot of people do like, do want to platinum a game once they finish it. They want to just like right. I now want to polish off all the last things that um I missed in it and stuff. And to to get those coins because that is quite a fun fun element of the games going around. And I can imagine if you finish the game before you go and do that kind of final final you know that final boss path whatever it is that is going to end yeah. the game. Uh, the point of no return part, then you think, okay, I just want to go and just tidy up all the the, the bits that I've missed. And yeah, it's, there's a few little collectibles lying around. There's there's things you might have missed, um, recordings and stuff that you might not have fully played out, and coins and stuff. So yeah, it's a shame because if you're playing it as you're going along, you might not realise that you need to to find all these things. So, yeah, there you go. There's a warning there for anyone playing playing it. And, yeah, it's, it's yeah, obvious the point it, where you gonna... it does tell you a bit like do you have everything you need before you go in here so there is a bit that it says that and if you don't think you do have everything that you need then that's the time to go back and oh wow well. okay yeah. that's a little useful tip there for any trophy hunters amongst our uh, audience Cool. Okay, well, before we get on to our, our final main topic of the day, then, I just want to let everyone know that if they want to support us, they can give this podcast a sub on the service they are using, and you can leave us a review too. Um, please do that, because that makes Ben really, really happy. We love it when we get reviews. He shares them all. He gets all excited. So, oh, look at this lovely thing someone's been saying about us. <laughs> he does. Um, and we all have a little cry. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter at the Crossbutton, oh, sorry, at Crossbutton VR and at the Cross Players. Um, and if you really want to show the love, you can do so via patreon.com slash the cross players. And for two pounds a month, you can join our patron and get all sorts of uh, benefits as a patron. But main benefit is to join entry, get entry into our lovely little WhatsApp group where many fun times are had every day. Um, VR the champions. There's, that's been going on this week, hasn't it? It has. So I, can, I you almost... sing? can you sing for me? We are the champions, my friend. Nice. Yes, I can. There's been a wee while since I've sang that song, but we have a little Halloween VR the champions going on at the minute. So we've got, as you mentioned, one of the challenges is the spooky song from 
synth riders. Um, yeah. Even though Laurie completed it, he didn't submit to the submission for VR the champion. It's fair to say um, I don't engage terribly well <laughs> with no, VR champions. He doesn't. I don't really. Yeah. I wonder. But, um, I some do. people do. Uh, so we've got that. We've got a little pistol whip because they've got the Elected of Madness event on pistol whip as well. So we've got some pistol whip in there too. And we we had planned a walkabout mini golf um, Widow's Walkabout tournament, but I wasn't well, so I had to cancel it. Um, so we'll try and reschedule that for this week. What a, what a group of excellent uh, VR Halloween updates there yeah. from some of our favourite games. Um, and they really are. I think it's just three of our favourite games. Three of our favourite games, yeah. Yeah. Three of our favourite games that are uh, still getting updates on them. Um, so yeah, if anyone is uh, playing playing those games, wants to check out the spooky updates, um, and wants to jump into our, our Discord to show off what scores they've been getting, um, you can get win bragging rights and earn the respect of the uh, Cross Button VR community um, in our Discord group. Um, I'm sure there's some good players of those games out there. Cool. Uh, right, final topic of the day then is the other big release, um, and that is Vampire the Masquerade Justice. Now, this game, um, when does it come out, Alex? 2nd of November, so Friday. Second. You professional you are now. You just knew that, didn't you? Thursday. Um, Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Close. Uh, and the reviews still, still for the this second, game, just the, wrong uh, game. the reviews for this game are dropping today. It's people are listening to this. Um, so they are dropping this afternoon. So we cannot give a full review of the game, but we have been given permission to share our thoughts on the early, on the opening um, tutorial level, which is quite actually quite involved, quite a long um, tutorial section. So we, we've been playing the game. Um, we've both played it and we both really, really like this one, don't we? This is the game we've been waiting for a lot, really, isn't it? Well, from the first level, it feels well, like yeah, this from the is first the game level, we've been I say we for. cannot, we're not reviewing it, we're not in a position to review it, we haven't played enough of it to be able to review it. But from what the opening, um, the opening level of this game is very, very impressive. I'll just, that, that's what I can say. Um, that's all I can say right now. It's very impressive. Yeah. Uh, um, this, where do we start the setting? I think we should probably start in. The Venice setting, because it's lovely. Well, can I just say, it's such a relief to play a game that is just polished and oh, yeah. work. And it's, I don't know if you should quite call it a triple A game, but it's a, it feels like a really polished, well-made, um, yeah, the strongest game released, I think, feel since maybe Synapse came along, mm-hmm. something which is yeah. really kind of polished and felt a, a much more of a, a full game big experience quality attached to it um so it's really nice to get that um finally again now because we've had a few games that we were hoping were going to be like that and just um so we're going to miss was this one that they've really um knocked out of the park yeah and honestly this is all on the first level and the, the early impressions but it, you can feel it use the power of the psvr too um mm-hmm. it does use foveated rendering it's 120 hertz refresh rate no reprojection it's and you feel it. You feel it straight away because it looks so slick um, mm-hmm. and so runs in, so smoothly. Set in Venice. Um, yes. And it, it's really great atmosphere of Venice. Um, let me think, why don't we get more games set in Venice? Such a great setting for video games. Um, well, yeah, it looks, looks really nice. You've got your, your canals. Um, you've got the boats. It's, it's all kind of misty, very kind of atmospheric, uh, these sort of dark alleyways of Venice or the canalways. So um, well lit. I think that was yeah. one of the things that um, really hit me from the beginning, that the lighting, the reflections, like the quality and the detail there. Like you, you notice it straight away and you notice like, oh, this is a step up. It definitely feels like that. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and it plays out very similar to um, Dishonored. So anyone played Dishonored? I'm a huge fan of the um, first Dishonored game, and it has that same. Well, it's, it's funny. It's, it's got that blink mechanic. But of course, when I was playing, I was like, "This is kind of like loads of VR. This is just the teleport mechanic, but it puts it in a in a much more of a gameplay. Um, it, it makes it make sense from a gameplay point of view. Um, and that blink, it, it works just like in Dishonored, where you kind of pick out where you want to blink to, and it just has that kind of teleport shift. But it's not an instant thing; mm-hmm. like a, it does it in a kind of sort of you whoosh to that point, um, yeah. and you can you can blink to attack enemies if you kind of attack them. You, you to you can blink just above them and your your character will just kind of descend on them and, and take them out in a really kind of satisfying manner um you can it's... sneak you can sneak and you can grab enemies and you can grab them and pull them towards you and just literally just can drain them of their blood um which again is just horribly satisfying in a way you know ben this is the feature that ben wanted and ben's going to be happy with this oh, he's got it and he, yeah, he's got he did it. tease um eric teased that mini game that came with the blood sucking and you do get it it's amazing. yeah it's that sweet spot We're, of where you can get out uh-huh. so you, you 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 lean in to get their neck and then you've got to like hold it and there's a little bar that comes up and you need to lean back at the right time and then that um maximizes the amount of blood that you get um but you can only suck the blood of live enemies like if you've already killed them and that blood is foregone um and and Ooh. rats, which is such a creepy. First... When you pick up a rat, and I was like, oh, seriously, I was like, I've got, I've got, I've got to eat this away. I was like, oh my god, here we go. And just to put the rat in your mouth and just drain the rat of its blood. It was just like, oh, it's just really the, gross. The first time but... you do it, you're a bit like, oh, about yeah, you're to kind do of this? squeamish about it. Like, uh-huh. it. It is very kind of it does make you feel squeamish because you're doing it. it's kind of obviously like a horrible thing to do, but it just feels so, I don't know, horribly immersive. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, but it has that so the same dishonored so in the tutorial it's all about teaching you the stealth uh mechanics there's no um there's no weapons been given to you at that point so we can't talk about um how any of that shooting part of it plays they did actually show though a a gameplay trailer last week where they showed you right we're going to show you the same same mission we're going to do it stealthy and then we're going to do it um shooting and a bit more combat and a bit more uh, aggressively so they've shown that and you can find that on their on their Twitter or on their YouTube to see how that plays out. But yeah, in the first um level it's teaching you with stealth mechanics. And again, very dishonored light. You can see the the enemies can um hear you, they get a little thing above their heads if they can detect you and that, and that fills up. And once they see you, um in this first level, once they see you, they shoot you and you you you're dead basically. You don't really get much of a chance to you, there is a small window. I did manage to escape them once and hide from them and managed to run inside yeah. an apartment um and hide from them. But Generally, if they see you, they'll, they'll they'll take a couple of shots and, and you'll be dead. So it's very much a stealth game. You have to stay hidden. Um, you don't really have much health initially, at least. Um, but you do have a few tricks. You can obviously you can blink, so you can take the high ground and you can go around all of the the balconies and the the rooftops, which are you know, brilliant stealth mechanics. Um, you've also got a invisibility power that you can just make yourself invisible as long as no one's seen you yet. You can go invisible and you can you can sneak and if you do that the longer you do it it drains your or it increases your hunger so it makes you much more more hungry and once you well, i don't know what happens when you fully max out your hunger I've never got to that point but um it, it just yeah. you just can't use like some of your abilities at that point okay 
yeah you have to kind of drain so when you drain the blood it gets your kind of vitality back up plus your health as well you've got to your sort of stamina meter and then your your health meter as well that you get back from doing that and you've got um a sort of vampire sense mode as well you can click in um the right stick or the left stick and you can see um, points of interest or you can see um, so in the first level there's a there's a locked door and you have to kind of it's just, locked by some electrical door that you have to then find where the source of that is and turn off the power and stuff so it's very kind of video gamey um but it works yeah. really well in vr um yeah it looks great yeah really impressed yeah no i i, I completely am as well and i don't tend to like stealth games i'm very much a running all guns blazing but there's something about and this is probably the stealthiest vr game i've played to date but there's something about playing it in vr that just feels really natural to be stealthy like kind of sneaking up behind people and you've got so you've always so when you do that first like in blink takedown when you you're doing the mechanic it's almost got like a little animation of you like hovering above them going to take them down and that first time yeah. you do it you're like wow this is great and then you've yeah. got like the different so you've got the the one you can hold on the X button and that's when you go invisible essentially. You've got your heightened senses to find out bits. And that's quite good for the heightened senses that if you're activating that, it shows you basically the hearts of enemies around you, like the hearts mm. beating to get an idea of where they are. Um, and they're different colours depending on if it's an enemy or whether it's just a, a, a resident of the city and not someone that's hostile towards you and they're the ones that you can go and just take out well that's what i've been doing maybe you're not supposed to do but they're the easiest ones to just go and drink their blood because they're not going to attack you so you can attack them um but you've got other it's the one of the other other power-ups you do in the first level i can't remember what it's called now but basically it's almost like you can drink their blood from afar so it's a more attacking um power-up so if there's if you're not trying to be stealthy, you can just do this really like violent attack to drink their blood from about 50 metres away, which is quite cool. Um, mm. But it just all plays really nicely. Like it's, sorry, my headphones are falling off and we wonder what I was doing. <laughs> but it's, I really want to see how it goes because it feels quite rich in story as well. Like what, yeah, you, what you've seen that, initially, it feels a... like it's set up well. There's, you know, there's quite a detailed introduction and telling you stories. And mm -hmm. I was like, how much of this is events from previous Vampire um, the Masquerade games? Because you, you and I have got no um, experience with the series before. Um, which I feel quite a bit guilty for now. So I was like, this is not really good stuff here. I <laughs> wish I knew more what was going on. And obviously it's been designed as a, a standalone game. You don't need to know yeah. um, what, what's going on with it. It's a standalone story. But obviously the world of it and the context of, of the events and stuff and why you're in um but it does explain it but a lot of it went over my head and stuff so i hope they kind of explain it again in more detail at a bit of a slower pace um um or i might go and just read up on some or watch some youtube videos to summarize the lore of the world of uh, the vampire masquerade and it seems really cool um and yeah the setup for this game is really strong and i can tell it's going to be telling a, a quite a detailed story yeah there's a lot of big ticks in there yeah, and I can't wait to see how well it reviews in a kind of wider sense and, um, yeah, how the rest of the game and stories play out. I, mean, I can't wait to keep playing it and do we have to come back on future weeks and we'll to talk about more of the game. Yeah, yeah. no, I completely agree. And I, and I just want to say massive well done to Fast Travel Games because that's, if you just look at the last couple of weeks alone, like they, they're, they're really like emerged as being a top, top tier VR developer, not that they went before, but if you look at this, he was really solid. Um, 
ghost when I say ghost wire and that's not a ghost ship um, this Laris game is fast travel and that was excellent uh, Broken Broken, Broken Edge. Edge was published I think that was just published ghost by signal. them rather than developed yeah. by them yeah and Ghost Signal I don't know Ghost Ship was a completely different game my mind's just not here it's Sunday night that's why we do a Friday Sunday <laughs> and Sunday night my head just doesn't work um, but they, they've really had a good run of things and yeah, well done to those yeah, guys. Yeah, I just, it just again, say again, it's just so good to play a game again that it feels so um, a cut above. You know, it's, I love all the kind of indie smaller games that we play and stuff, but this, it feels like there's lots of games out there that are sort of smaller scale games of VR, and they don't need to be too too complex or too um, graphically amazing. And you've got games like Hubris that that are graphically amazing um, and Red Matter, but they're quite kind of narrow in scope and they're just they're focusing on one on one thing and do one thing brilliantly um or it might be like a small indie game that's got a kind of really fun mechanic but the graphics are quite kind of basic like things like tentacular but so to have a game that's got got everything and feels like a proper game mm-hmm. um yeah it plays just like um say something like dishonored but it does it's doing everything well and it looks really good it works really well it's in vr it's got a story um it just and just to take those those gamey things you can do stealth essentially and put it in vr and make it work really well it's just so good to play a game that's just doing everything at, at that level that it's not like oh it's, it's good but there's a few issues with it and stuff i can't you know there's nothing in that opening level that i, I felt that's just like there's nothing here that isn't working or that isn't working well or that isn't contributing to the whole the whole package you know it all sounds really good um you know you, you're going through these apartments and if you see an apartment you can if you can go on the balcony and there's so many doors that you can just kind of sneak into and then look around these apartments and even though these apartments are completely optional you can like open the wardrobes and looking drawers it's just really detailed and really well made you go through in the opening level quite a few different apartments and this they're all kind of feel quite realistic and stuff it's just like this just yeah it feels like it's on a, a different level to other stuff we've been playing and it's such a relief to to finally get something else like that on, on psvr2 yeah so hopefully you'll enjoy it fingers crossed yeah and uh yeah i'm gonna be looking forward to reading the reviews uh today uh later on today after this podcast has dropped to see what um people have had more time to play the game and get further the game and can give their, their full thoughts on it um but i'm confident that they're going to be saying nice things well at least i hope so <laughs> well if they're yeah. not we are so that's the main thing yeah and i mean yeah so it's all it's all good there so yeah well, well we'll keep playing it anyway and we'll we can report back where we can talk more freely on, on the rest of the game um, that we've played and our more in-depth thoughts in future episodes um until then though everyone um thank you again for listening um if you've enjoyed this episode we'd love it if you could tell your friends and family uh, about us please and uh, if you want to get more involved with the rest of our bunch of idiots please do not drop in uh, please do drop in to say uh, <laughs> hello into our discord um thanks to everyone that's done so already um and last but not least please extend a huge thank you to all of our patrons for supporting the work we do uh, i've been your host laurie uh, he's been alex and we will see you again next time until then it's goodbye